0: DigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. All right, Dave. Okay, we'll go in three, two, one... Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us here in our guest segment of the Common Sense Show. With so much going on, so much volatility that's covered over the past week, and now that we're into July, we uh, thought we would take uh, an old reliable source, a federal law enforcement agent that we refer to as Wrecker, and bring him in to the fold here and just say, hey, what do we do? It protests with active shooters, and what are some of the best defensive strategies that you can employ? And, of course, we're headed towards civil war. There's no question. I've told the story many times about uh, two Pentagon people I've talked to through mutual acquaintances, and they're all telling the same story. And then Paul Martin's getting the same thing from his military people. So we're going to get into that as well. And before we join Wrecker, we need to pay some bills to keep the lights on. So first of all, with all that's going on, how can you deny the fact that you're going to need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools? And that's natural medicine. Well, the fact is you can't deny it. And you need to stop putting it off and you need to get to work now. Because don't come to my home when the trouble starts. I can't help you. You know, it's going to be every man for himself. So please take responsibility. And right now, you know, get the storable food you need. Restaurant quality food. $100 off the four-week emergency package. And people are buying multiple sets because the price is so good. 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you better have water. And water filtration could become a problem as we go through a meltdown of civilization. And you need something to filtrate your water. You'll find standing water, but will it be drinkable? Well, you can ensure that by getting the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. And they're offering their product for 40% off while supplies last. Key phrase, while supplies last. Go to waterwithdave.com. So you got preparewithdave.com, you got waterwithdave.com. Now we've got Wrecker. And I, uh, Wrecker, Welcome to the show. I'm really glad you're with us, and the news keeps getting worse every single day.
1: Yeah, hey Dave, thanks for having me back. Yeah, uh, you know, every time I turn on the news or I'm I'm on my phone looking at the news, I just keep shaking my head more and more. Uh, So, you know what, as we talked before we got on the phone, uh, there was an active shooter that happened Saturday uh, in louisville kentucky for at a uh, protest so real quick what we're going to do is we're going to break down the do's and don'ts and record's best advice for uh what to have on you while you are at a protest now just for some background i've worked protest, uh riots demonstrations uh you know, high risk court cases. I've done all kinds of things like this for about the last decade, and I've seen all kinds of good things and all kinds of stupid things that people wear uh, at these demonstrations. So, right off the bat, uh, and I I love my I love all my Second Amendment enthusiasts because I am a huge Second Amendment enthusiast. Dave, I'm fixing out to buy a third safe for all my guns. So I, I'm a big Second Amendment enthusiast. And there's nothing wrong with wearing the cool guy tactical gear. However, from a law enforcement perspective, when you go out to a protest or when you go out to a demonstration, don't dress in combat gear. If you want to dress in some sort of military apparel, like a, a supportive shirt, you know, stuff like that, that's fine. But if you dress in, you know, a helmet, and you have a a plate carrier on, as cool as it looks, guys, stop doing it. Stop doing it, because the moment there's an active shooter, cops are immediately trained to start looking for people that are threats, people that could be potential threats. So if you're wearing the full panoplia, which is Greek, excuse me, uh, the full battle armor, you're going to be viewed as a possible threat. You're going to end up having a gun pointed at you, and you may or may not get shot, even though you're there doing the right thing. Because nine times out of ten, people wearing body armor also have what on them? Firearms. So, there is going to be an uptick, as there has started to be an uptick, as we discussed previous times, Dave, of these protests where there's going to be targets from people using a vehicle ram uh, or improvised explosive devices, melee weapons to mob attacks and to kinetic attacks of firearms. So, you know, the things about, the things about the kinetic attacks of firearms is that when people from one side of the protest brings long arms, and people from the other side of the protest bring long arms, we as law enforcement had to stand there and nervously go, oh, shit, if they start shooting at each other, what do we do, guys? Nine times out of ten, I'm saying, we're going to let them shoot at each other because we're not joining in the fight and then having two different groups of people shoot at us. Uh, you know, so that's that's something you got to take into consideration. It's not my job to stop your little war with each other uh, as law enforcement. Our job is life-saving. So just remember that if you're wearing... Full body armor. You got a long rifle, or you got your pistol, or you got your daddy's shotgun, or whatever it is that you got out there, man. Be smart. If you already see that, you know, if it's if it's a Second Amendment march, I understand it. But if it's not based off a Second Amendment march, Mm -hmm. don't wear it. Concealed carry. Don't let anybody know you have a weapon. The thing about like knives. Uh, some other kind of weapons, especially a concealed carry uh, pistol, is that these concealed carry weapons, they're meant to be felt, not to be seen. If you're walking around and you're open carrying, there's a lot of us out there, you may agree with me, you may not, that you're showing off. You're letting everybody know, look at me. I'm a cool, tough guy. I got a pistol on my hip. But if you're in a big crowd of people and you don't have a level two or level three retention device on that pistol, you are very likely to be bumped in. It gets knocked out and may accidentally discharge like what happened to an FBI agent who tried to do a backflip at a nightclub or it may be stolen from you. Especially whenever there's a big fight going on and you're the jerk off who decided to wear the, you know, the um, shoulder holster or the, the drop leg thigh holster. And now you're in a big fist fight and you got a gun in the middle of all of it. Don't be that guy. Don't be stupid. Put the gun in your waistband where it belongs or just don't wear it. If you feel that unsafe about going out to a protest, don't go. Just don't go. Because soon we're going to start mixing like what I've had to deal with in freaking Portland and Seattle or in California or up in Baltimore. I mean, D.C. Look, when people start showing up with melee weapons, with baseball backs, crowbars, uh, pipes, you know, and now someone's going to introduce a pistol. Imagine this. There's a group of Antifa. And they all have their melee weapons. And then there's the one guy who decides to get into a pissing match with them. He gets beaten up, and now here's Joe Schmo, uh, John Q. Public, comes over there with his pistol and starts shooting at the guys, beating him with, you know, melee uh, weapons. Legally, are you okay? Yes, because you saved a life. Because based off the use of force continuum, and I can only say this based off of law enforcement, but you would still be deemed accurate in your actions just understand that even though you saved a life in today's atmosphere, if you shot at protesters who were in quote-unquote mutual combat with each other, that's going to be spun in so many different directions, and God help you, what state or city you did that action in. Because nowadays, Dave anything you do can and will be used against you until they prove that you're a racist that's true until they prove or until they prove that you're some extremist because you know the justice department is now just a saying you know like when i used to work for the for the justice department no gosh 12 years ago uh you know we really believed in the mission that we were doing nowadays it doesn't seem so you know look at the extent of uh what you know, fellow consigliaries of mine and the FBI are doing, you know, within all of our certain agencies that we work for or the multitude of agencies that I've worked for, there have been corruption all the way across the board, but it's a very minute part. Now, you can take corruption in federal law enforcement and you can peg one or two guys to the wall like Peter Strzok and nothing really happens to the agency however you take one dirty da from atlanta and all of a sudden he starts targeting cops for just doing their job and the entire police force quits so if something like that were to happen and everyone who who are cops in these areas are already afraid to go out and even enforce the law or put their hands on somebody god forbid two groups of people start fighting and shooting at each other, what do you think those cops are going to do, Dave? They're They're going to leave.
0: They're going to back off, exactly.
1: Yep. They're going to leave. And God help you, if you got caught in crossfire and you don't have a tourniquet, a pressure bandage, some sort of hemostatic bandage on you, you know, just the ability to apply pressure to your own wound, you know, so at any type of protest, any type of demonstration, here's a few things. Security. Look for security. Are you going to have security at your protest? Is law enforcement going to be there as your security? Are you going to have your own internal security? Because what we see now is a lot of people from the left that are trying to infiltrate into these protests. And we have people from the right doing it too, Dave, trying to infiltrate the protests from the left. And they're instigating actions that if both sides would just stay to their own respective side – Maybe besides objects being thrown, not too much would happen. Uh, So here's another thing. Medical supplies on hand. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't live in the same world that we grew up in. If you go outside today, at least have a tourniquet on you. At least have some sort of a pressure bandage or Israeli bandage on your person. Things are getting very very dramatic out there in the streets and people are taking pretty hostile actions towards one another, uh, even if you have an American flag. So be careful. If you go to a protest, have at least some sort of basic medical supplies because the most common things we've seen are uh, contusions to the head, lacerations, uh, puncture wounds, burn wounds, and uh, severe bruising or dislocation of joints because people are moving and running and shucking and jabbing or falling down, you know, with objects being hurled and thrown at you, like what we've seen what happened to my brothers and sisters in blue the other night. And, uh, I believe it was Florida. They were throwing broken glass bottles, uh, knives, knives Dave. Mm-hmm. throwing knives, uh, throwing bricks that were broken at the police. So what do you think the average kind of wound was? It was some sort of a wound where it was a impact-related. So you're going to have broken skin, possible broken bone, swelling, and all these things. So be smart when you go out. Uh, and I understand completely why people are wearing, basically, football pads and a helmet when they go to a dang protest now. Listen, Dave, I'm not going to go to a protest where I have to feel like I need a suit of armor. I don't feel that I need to join a rally and also possibly be hurt while I'm there you know I in my mind and this is just me we can protest correctly and we can choose to do the same thing the left does and have mutual combat in the street you know eventually there's nothing we can do about it and I'm not saying I don't support that uh, but if you are concerned about your safety, understand what you're going to involve yourself in. You know, is this eventually going to turn into, uh, what is it, uh, gangs of New York and control of the five streets, the five points? You know, uh, so understand,
0: you know, you need to have proper medical supplies on hand and with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time proper medical
1: training i've stressed this before you can have all the cool guy gear that you want but if you don't have training you're going to look stupid and you're going to bleed out so make sure you have proper training there's a hysterical video of antifa when one of their uh one of their looney tunes was shot by a rubber bullet in the thigh and they thought it caused a laceration so they applied a makeshift tourniquet on this individual's leg. If you listen to the the high-pitched squeal of this gentleman's voice as the tourniquet is being applied, I'll have you know that it still wasn't applied tight enough and that it wasn't applied high enough into the hip. Here's a little food for thought. If you apply a tourniquet, high and tight. If it's on the arm, get it all the way into the armpit. If it's on the leg, get it all the way up into the groin. Attack that vein. Attack that arteries, that arterial uh, bleed. Stop the bleed as fast as possible. And it's going to hurt. I've applied tourniquets while I was in Iraq to friends of mine or to Iraqis or uh, other third country nationals. And I'm telling you, You apply this thing correctly, they will fight you to take it off. I've had it done to me in training, and I scream like a little girl, and I know why people scream so much because, damn, it hurts. Here's another thing, and we have, Dave, we have talked about this for months now. Ladies and gentlemen, keep 360 degrees of situational awareness at all times when you leave your house. You are walking into a battleground of America. You just haven't stepped foot into the conflict yet. America is drastically changing. I hate to say it, but there's that pace of civil war coming. Be smart when you go out. Things that you can wear while you're out at protests. I suggest you wear long sleeves. The reason why I suggest you wear long sleeves is because caustic chemicals are being used by people from Antifa being carried around in jars and thrown on people. Uh, So, long sleeves can help prevent any type of chemical burns. Uh, Another thing I suggest you wear, a face covering. Not because of the coronavirus, uh, even though you know that's obviously the uh, cause of spikes within certain cities. So says our uh, medical officials that I don't trust. But these people from the left can use the Facebook profiling images And actually take pictures of your face and through the Facebook algorithm can then gain access and identify you through Facebook or Instagram if you have one. So they can actually, you think you may have anonymity, but, you know, and it's happened to me. It's happened to our guys. I don't have social media. I'm not that stupid. Uh, But... You know, If you're out there and you have social media and you go out to these crowds, they can take your picture, and because of Facebook, they can find out who you are if you're on it. So be smart about that. Here's another thing. You can wear body armor in America. Body armor is legal to wear. Don't wear the tactical cool guy body armor. You're going to bring too many eyes to you. And, trust me, you, you just don't want the kind of attention. Be a gray man. If you really don't feel safe, you can wear a concealed vest body armor that goes under your shirt, or you can wear the backpack body armor. The backpack body armor, honestly, for as cheap as it is, is an extremely great alternative. You can use it as a shield, you can use it to cover up uh, you know, the front part of your person, or you know, protect your face. It's it's great. You know, it's maneuverable, and it doesn't cost too much. Uh, wear a firearm if you can. If you can legally wear a firearm in your city or in your state, we are past the point in time where you don't feel comfortable. You need to start packing. You need to start packing. We're soon going to start hitting some very serious turbulent times. We're not just these uh, protesters and rioters and extremists are going to start causing more attacks, but the domestic terrorists and the actual international terrorists, I feel, are soon going to come back out the closer we get to the elections. So if you can carry a firearm, carry it. If you don't feel comfortable carrying a firearm, at least carry a pocket knife on you. Give yourself the fighting chance. Give your family the fighting chance. Okay,
0: uh, yeah.
1: Don't dress in combat gear. Just don't do it. Now, just
0: well, it just don't do stupid. it. You're putting a bullseye on your back. It's absolutely ridiculous. Tell me more about this algorithm from Facebook. Uh, isn't it specific to Facebook? How can the average uh, terrorist access that to hunt you down later?
1: Oh, I mean, it's it's fairly simple. Uh, any of your social media accounts, they'll take a picture of your face. And then they immediately have teams of people. I've sat there and watched them do it to us. They have teams of people that will then start looking for profiles to fit your face. And if you're not wearing glasses and a helmet or a face covering or a hat, and they can get the profile of your face, the Facebook algorithm will go, do you know this person on their their little thing? And uh, it can actually find your profile based off your facial features And once they go there, then they'll look on your LinkedIn, they'll look on your dating apps, uh, you know, gaming applications, anything that you put your face on, on the internet with your name attached to it, I can find it. So, sanitize yourself, sanitize your social media, put a box of donuts as your freaking, uh, as your profile picture, you know. It's we're, we're coming to the time where, oh, look, Sally's got her, her, her baby kittens out. How cute. Well, that's great for Sally, but if Sally goes out into a protest and dare says anything about the left wing, Sally's uh, Social Security number could be stolen within about two hours. So just be smart. Be careful, because these people are out there, you know, and it doesn't – we've seen this before, too, Dave – you know, they, they knocked me down, they took my purse or they took my wallet and they ran off and they ran off with my phone. Well, oh my God. Do you have some sort of a locking device on that phone? No, well, you better go get another phone and call your bank and tell them to freeze everything. Because if they got your cards, they got your bank accounts, these kind of things happen. Just be smart. That's, at this point, and I can only speak for myself. I just avoid it all. I just avoid it all. And this is just my thoughts on it. You know, there's nothing wrong with protesting what's going on. There's nothing wrong with counter protesting what's going on either. Uh, but I think we have passed the demarcation line of protesting. I think we're just at the hurry up and wait now. Uh, and the pro, the protest from, from BLM and from the left it's these are honestly they're nothing more than uh i think like a a snap exercise for their groups to quickly gather together together and to saturate an area that's what it looks like to me now
0: um uh, you said to hurry up and wait and i'm going to say hurry up and wait for what well for civil war that's what i thought you were going to say so um how do we prepare for that well hard question if
1: you yeah it is you know if you don't have your food and your water your survival equipment if you don't have your means of protection your medical supplies and your training already in hand find someone who is like minded that you are friends with and start doing what they're doing It's not too late to go out and buy a gun. It's not too late to go out and stockpile food. It's not too late to go out and uh, get medical supplies. But now with the new quote unquote cases of the virus coming back, I'm pretty sure things are going to start going back into lockdown mode again. And just understand. That the more things locked down, the more people who they just were able to get out into public and be normal for a a small minutia of time, besides the fact of dealing with everything is racist, uh, they're fixed to be locked back down again. People are going to go into a state of psychosis. Yeah, that's true. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. People are going to start going crazy. I can't see my doctor. I can't see my shrink. I can't get into the gym. I can't get out onto the range. I can't go horseback riding. I can't blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I've had to cancel my, uh, I've had to cancel my wedding anniversary. I've had to cancel my vacation. Again, people are going to start finding all kinds of reasons to get pissed off and then get back out into the streets. What do we see this time, Dave, with the lockdowns? I think we're going to see more restrictions broken from all sides of the party. Uh, and it may just get to where it's uncontrollable in some areas and we're just going to let whatever happens happens Uh, some areas are going to have more law enforcement that'll crack down some areas that are losing law enforcement left or right you're going to be left on your own be smart when you go out because everywhere there has been a depopulation of the size of law enforcement Criminals are going to take advantage of it. I wouldn't be surprised if criminals right now are moving into Michigan. Would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if criminals right now are moving into L.A., into New York, uh, into Atlanta, just to take advantage of what's going to come when everything gets locked back down again and there's even less cops. Florida's taking a really hard stand on it. So good for you uh, Floridians.
0: What do you mean they've taken a hard stand? What are they doing specifically?
1: The law enforcement in Florida is not bowing down. And, and last, what does that look like? Last week, well, so, well, well, for one thing, the politicians are on their side. The police chiefs are on their side. Leadership is on the line troops' side. So that's going to build courage. Uh, that's going to build solidarity for the local cops that are there, and they're going to stick together. And that's a good thing because that dividing line's not really there. Uh, so, you know, the, the BLM uh, protesters are going to have a little bit hard, harder of a time creating the chaos that they want, which might mean that they need more chaos in Florida. So look out, Florida, you may see a false flag come. Uh, or God forbid, the first time an actual hurricane hits while all this is happening, I, d- I don't even know what's going. I don't know what that's going to look like. It's going to be hell on earth, I guess. Uh, but hey, Dave, let's talk about this. Last week, there was a nine-one-one call in Tampa. A person called nine-one-one. The operator answers nine-one-one. How can I help you? Yeah, there's been a shooting down here at such and such street two vehicles are driving by shooting at each other and now i got one person bleeding out in the street okay we're sending emergency services that way so they dispatched nine officers to go to that when those nine officers got there you know what they were met by what they were met by a mob of two to three hundred people they were ambushed they are ambushed
0: that's a terrorist by a mob of, that's a terrorist attack.
1: yeah but by a mob of two to three hundred people wow. they had to go and rescue those officers to get them out now what happens when this tactic starts to become more popular in these areas where there's a depopulated amount of police you're gonna have an even lesser amount of police imagine <laughs> When someone's actually breaking into your house or someone has actually been shot and killed in front of you and law enforcement is at the point where, yeah, well, once we spin up the SWAT team and get everybody together, we'll come out there because we're not going to be ambushed. You could be waiting a while, especially if you're in a very, very climactic area in a big metropolitan area. You could be waiting a while. You would think that it should only be a matter of moments. But not anymore, you know. Uh, like I said, the, the the way politics are driving all this right now, it's very dangerous for law enforcement to get out and just do our jobs. You know, I wish one day it would be dangerous for uh, the lawyers to get out and lie, but uh, I guess you know, once they delete our job, they'll go for the lawyers next. <laughs> That's why I'm saying you need to make sure that when you go out. You are your own first responder. It's, it's it's a negative connotation on our jobs, but honestly, cops are the second responder. EMS, fire, they're the third responder. Because like what we saw that happened in CHOP with two guys that were killed during a shooting, which I'm very surprised that the police for CHOP allowed that shooting or even those guns to be there to happen. Uh, Law enforcement wasn't allowed in. And because law enforcement wasn't allowed in, EMS did not feel safe going in. So understand that if you live in one of these types of areas, and you actually have something bad happen, if cops can't get in,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: And EMS and fire say, well, hell no. If it's not safe for the cops to go in, we ain't going in. You're going to hurry up and wait. So have your medical uh, training on hand, your medical supplies, and be prepared. You know, I hate, I hate Dave. I hate saying "be prepared for anything," but at this point, what else can we be prepared for? Godzilla? You know, aliens coming down from the sky, lava monsters coming out of the cracks in the ground. Look, this is getting—it's getting stupid outside. It's getting dangerous. People are taking advantage of the chaos. There's always going to be a group of people that take advantage of the chaos, just like Sun Tzu said. During the element of chaos, someone is going to take advantage of the time that's happening so right now the politicians, the leftists, the communists, the Marxists, which if nobody knows
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service
1: founders and leaders admitted uh, they want a bolshevik revolution and marx said to do it however you can if you need to base it off religion do it that way if you need to base it off economics your er, economy do it that way if you need to base it off of war do it that way. If you need to base it off of racism, employ Marxism that way, just topple the capitalistic system. That's the end goal is topple the capitalistic system. And, uh, you know, if you want to see just how well socialism and communism doesn't work, I'm going to point back to the shining star example of chop, which, uh, by the way, They said, if you don't go with CHOP, you get the CHOP, as in the French Revolution CHOP, which they, quote for quote, they mentioned the French Revolution. That's what these people want. What did Kamala Harris recently say, Dave?
0: Well, she basically said, if you've supported Trump, and when we regain control of the White House, quote, we're coming for you, and there's nowhere you can hide. Yeah, well, come at me, Kamala.
1: Uh, I'll meet you 2,000 yards away. Uh, You know, it's when you have politicians ballsy enough to say something like that, you know for a fact Kamala Harris is not going to be the first person on that warrant team. She's not going to be the doorman. She's not going to be the breacher. She's not going to be anywhere within sight. She's going to be giving the command from her throne. Where she's protected by her followers. How many followers do these people have, Dave? It's an unknown amount, but it's too many. It's too many. I I mean, you know, here in Texas, it was a shock when Beto O'Rourke, or I like to say Francis, because he's, you know, that's his name is Francis. Uh, He's not Hispanic. Uh, When Francis was running for uh senate it it was amazing to me how many beto signs i saw driving around i could not believe it It hundreds thousands thousands and i'm 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 sitting there going hold on this this is texas this is texas you know remember the alamo texas you idiots support a person who actually wants to take your guns away who is for socialism who's basically for everything that Texas does not stand with. Texas, sadly, is no longer a stronghold for Republicans. It's it's sadly no longer a stronghold of freedom, like what it meant. You know, there was a running joke we used to have uh, back when I was in the Marine Corps, <laughs> that anywhere we would go in the world, if I drew the state outline of texas before i was done any child around me would go oh that's texas and we did it before it's funny now if you try to draw like new york or california they'd have no idea what you're doing but almost everyone around the world knows what texas is knows what we stand for the bravado of texans uh you know that's that that cowboy uh rough and tough nature of texans well it's not there anymore it's, it's not there anymore. Texas has been completely invaded by the leftists, completely invaded by the pansies, the, the men who wear tight jeans and makeup. Uh, Texas is just... It, it's not Texas anymore. There's little pockets of rebellions throughout Texas that, that still believe in uh, our Constitution, but that itself, it's being torn away. And, I mean, name me one other state that you know you would think is resisting the left more than texas i can't even say it's texas anymore because it feels like it's three quarters of them are basically okay with it and when texas becomes a democratic state this nation is done it's completely done i just and i know people may disagree with me on that or they may agree with me and go more extreme but uh that's kind of that's kind of my my petri test, which is Texas. You know, the nation kind of goes off of what we do because we have was it the second or largest part of the economy is made here in Texas. So you know, our industry alone makes us a superpower. Uh, you know, most of the men in the military come from Texas. I think it's like 60 to 70 percent of the Marine Corps is from Texas at one point. So, Texas provides a lot for this country, and I think that's one reason Dave Watt's being targeted so hard by the left. I'll give it back to you.
0: Well, you're exactly right. In fact, we're seeing the same thing here in Arizona. We have uh, Kirsten Cinema as one of our senators, and of course, Martha McSally, who was appointed to the open Senate position, who's a Republican, but she's in a battle where she's losing to Mark Kelly, astronaut. Okay, that's the only good thing I can say about the man. He's got. Company and company and company. Business after business after business that's tied into groups from Communist China that have been accused of espionage. Uh, the Chai Koms have infused money into him. Um, he's not investing in China. China's investing in him. And we're going to end up having Kirsten Cinema, who said on my friend Ernie Hancock's radio show back in about oh four oh five. And she said, I support the Taliban. That's a a sitting U.S. (laughs) senator right now. And then we'll have Kam Kelly as the other senator in Arizona.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you can see the direction this country is going. And I believe there's a political coup obviously happening in this country. And I think there's a possibility of it actually being a coup uh, against the president like president trump or not he's still the damn president uh so it's it's you know my oath and duty to uh obey the president for every lawful action that he asks me to do but you know what it's one of these things where point to me who's better is are we going to be better if joe biden wins are we going to be better if hillary gets in there are we going to be better if some rhino gets in? At least Trump is speaking to the people. At least Trump said, as long as I'm president, not one effigy of Jesus is being touched. It's being torn down. Now, we'll see how long that lasts. But at least he said it.
0: What's you know, happened? more to than tr- the last guy. In your estimation, what's caused Trump to be neutralized in the last three months?
1: Damn it, I don't know. I don't know, but it's pissing me off. It's making a lot of us mad. You know, like I've said before, we have the tools and the means and the know-how to quell these little small revolutions that are happening that people are calling protests. They're small revolutions. Uh, We have the ability to stop it, but we're not being used. Uh, You know, we see the economy being torn apart We see the influx of uh, the mass migrations or invasions, whatever people want to call it nowadays. You know, I've been all over the border. I've watched it happen. You know, more and more of the wall is being added, thank God. But I don't know if Trump has forgotten where his base is. Uh, Man, all I can do is pray for the guy. You know, pray that God gives him wisdom and guidance and uh, put steel back in his spine because... When Trump was out and about, and he was being fiery, the Democrats were in full panic mode. Now they're taking advantage of every single thing that can happen. And I can only imagine at this point that we have too many Republicans that are going against Trump. uh, And I don't know what for.
0: I Uh, I I I have a theory about that. And that theory is very simple. He's been threatened. He's been neutralized by the National uh, Powers Emergency Act. Um, his family's been threatened. I've even been told his family is not traveling together anymore. Do you know anything about that?
1: No, I wouldn't. I may have some Secret Service buddies who do, but you know, at this point, what does it matter? Uh, it doesn't seem like we can sway Trump's mind with our actions. No. Uh, so honestly, it, it it really feels like it's a hurry up and wait, and sit back and watch and prepare. Uh, you know, if the tr- if the Trump train has been neutralized, I can only imagine the left is coming hard. They're coming very hard for them, and we better prepare for a possible uh, leftist president come twenty twenty one. I like I've I've said before. I think twenty twenty one is going to be a very very nerve wracking uh and intense time in this country based off of what's happening right now and that's if Trump wins or if Trump loses. Uh you know, you got plenty of guys like me who've served almost their entire adult life in the service of this country willing to quit, willing to retire. I have no idea. I know for a fact if <clears throat> if there's a leftist that gets voted as president, I quit. I can't keep doing this. Uh and I won't I won't work for that. You know, so I don't know what I'd do Dave, but uh you know, maybe the the uh record time podcast would be a good idea. <laughs> you know uh leave me a comment uh in the comment section if anyone would like to uh see a record podcast. But you know you're gonna have a you're gonna have a huge exit of guys like me, guys and gals, guys and gals like me, that are true patriots defending this country, well, where does that vacuum get filled in with? Hopefully not the leftists who are bringing in their own people, but more than likely it will. Uh, The country is devolving very fast, and we're, we're starting to spiral out of control, and we're not even close to the elections yet. You know, look at what Joe Biden is saying already. I won't do a presidential debate unless you give me all the questions all the time i need and no rebuttals well that's not a debate joe i know you're senile but that's not a debate uh so you know i i heard joe biden say you know i don't even have to be present in order for there to be a debate what are you going to do joe you're going to film it in your in your basement you know that's that's not what that's not what this country needs you know I want to see someone be involved in capitalism, take some real advantage of this, and when the presidential debates come out, make a pay-per-view on it, because it would sell out. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 Yeah, Uh, There will be no debates. I I predicted that when he uh, was the presumptive nominee. Yeah. I I mean,
1: yeah, and you know, my theory on this has not changed at all, if anything. It's become more solid to me that the Democrats are going to cry foul they're going to continue to push the protests and continue to push the lockdowns. And when Trump does get the landslide on November 8th, they're going to say that they don't recognize them and uh, they want a, another vote or they want the UN to step in and help yeah. divide the military and divide the funding for the country. And that's, that would be when we start seeing who is aligned with whom, you know, even within the military ranks, Just because you may have an officer who is for the president and another officer or like platoon commander or company commander, battalion commander, who's for one party and one's for another, doesn't mean that everyone within that serving underneath them falls in line with one guy or the other you know these people will also have their own political ideologies do they separate amongst themselves or would we see out of one battalion or one regiment would we see this platoon goes this way or this squad goes that way uh or would it even be divided even down to the team level or would it be company versus company it's going to be a mass pandemonium if the civil war ends up being like that you know and people need to get past this whole racial thing this it's it's bullcrap it's just a another tool another weapon that's being used to divide america um uh, people are going to have this civil war based off of politics it's going to be politics identity politics it'll be based off of economics based off of your locality uh, You know, and you'll have resistant movements who say, we're not with either side, but we're going to claim like Sweden. If you come over here within our little area, we're going to attack every single one of you. Uh, so, you know, and, and even within this day of what we would declare, what would be a civil war, it's strange to watch people be so welcoming of it, uh, and so ignorant of it. No man that has went to war wishes to experience it again. You don't want to see the horrors of that. You, don't want to, you especially don't want it to where your children have to go through that. Uh, but you know, a, a civil war in America will not just be you and your neighbor shooting at each other. It'll be explosive devices being hidden at your church or hidden at the Walmart. It'll be suicide bombers. It'll be mobs. It'll be lynchings. It'll be police cracking down and shooting everybody at some point anyone who's a threat on the street just to gain control of an area then you'll have your insurgencies and your counterinsurgencies. then you'll have your splinter cell insurgencies then you'll have your military who comes in to try and quell all of that and then you'll have your drone attacks your leaflet bombings your your fuel air bombings your strategic hellfire missiles you'll have your helicopters patrolling over or your or the fast wings patrolling over you know You're going to have the psyop team going out there, trying to turn people against you. Your your radical religious guys are going to come out. You're going to have the cartels involved. You're going to have Islamist uh, extremists coming involved. Uh, You know, we may potentially have the UN or some other foreign entity come in here. God forbid, the power goes out. People they joke about. Oh, I can't wait for the civil war to start. You're an idiot. I don't want the civil war to start. I, I want Dave, I want zero war. I don't want to have to use anything that I have spent thousands of dollars on. I don't want I don't want to have to use any of it. I want to be able to go down to Walmart or go down to the grocery store to the Dollar General and be able to pick up what I need when I want it. I want to be able to go and fuel up whenever I need, whenever I want it. You know people who think that war is this fun thing like all these idiots from black lives matter from antifa or for some of the right wing extremists you know why don't you guys go out somewhere and play your little fantasy war and see how how much fun that really is it's not fun uh and this this will be one of those wars dave that it's going to be you versus your neighbor you versus your kids you versus your parents and what it really ties into is revelations. It'll be brother against brother, son against father, mother against daughter, mother against daughter in law that's the that's the realm of what we're going to fall into and Once America loses that society, something has to replace it, and that's what's going to be the beast system. yeah you know revelations has already told us what's going to happen. We need to be prepared between now and the time it happens. And, Dave, it could be starting right now. It could have been starting 20 years ago. Unfortunately, we really don't know exactly where we're at within eschatology, but I can tell you, man, it's getting ugly out there. i it's give it al- back to you.
0: It's already started, in my humble opinion, because, um, we're, uh, what is it, uh, 32% of people between the ages of 25 to 34 have been denied loans or business agreements because of their social media profile. That social credit system, which is the move towards the beast system.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, Angela Merkel said that uh, Europe should brace for a world with a reality in which the uh, United States is no longer a world power. What does that mean? If United States the superpower of the world is no longer going to be the superpower. What are we in the world's eyes? What is our currency? You know, all these little preps, uh, all the survival stuff, all the things that we've been stressing, the kinds of of stuff that you sell, Dave, it's going to be worth their weight in gold. And people will kill over these things. Possibly within... The next couple months a year or two from now what do you think how far how far into this do you think we are
0: i think we're on the cusp of a lot of different things that are unfolding right now Uh, the civil war the only thing that's missing are bodies being piled up like cordwood we're very very close to that we just need a trigger event And uh, what form it'll take. I know, listen, I'm getting reports from inside the military, inside the Pentagon, that forces there are going to oppose each other. There's going to be arrests within the Pentagon, or attempted arrests, and gunfights. I've already been told this. And I I, I shared this with Paul Martin. And Paul was talking to someone in Northcom. He goes, it's not just the Pentagon. It's in our group, too. You know. Uh, I, I can't even tell you what that civil war is going to look like from an operational standpoint, because I don't know that there's clear dividing lines, front lines, and so forth. But what I do know is it's going to be bloody. And just like in Bosnia uh, in 1992, you're not going to be able to walk down the streets safely. No, it's
1: going to be a mess. Because, you know, we all, for the most part, military, special operations, law enforcement, we all share the same basic communications. So... How do we hide our communications from one another? We're going to have to invent different kinds of codes or you know, use different kinds of communication devices. Oh, by the way, our spy satellites are in the sky, and we still have a way to uh, sneak on people and listen to what you're saying. You know, this do, Is that when they press the button, immediately every single phone, every smartphone becomes a recording device? It already is. Yeah, right? And the NSA algorithms start picking up every single... Uh, verbiage that it has to use about war, or insurrection, or, uh, revolutions, or civil war, and your profile start being created. What already is?
0: Yeah, it already is. That's,
1: yeah, that started with Obama. You know, this, this event, which is event driven, has been planned since before Obama. That's how long it took them to put this into power. With the communism, with the Marxists, they take 10, 15, 20, 30 years to develop the plan to get everybody put in place and then they start it. That's the part where it's hard for most Americans to understand where this came from.
0: Do you know do they've you been know planning how, on this? Do you know who Obama's mother worked for before uh, when he was just a child? If you don't know the story, it's, it's really interesting. And I publicized it, but it's amazing to me how few people know this.
1: Well, I, I know a few things, but what are you referring to?
0: I'm referring specifically to his mother worked uh, for the Ford Foundation, um, and that's a CIA PSYOP operation. It's where they train people to go out to various countries and assume leadership positions. It's where they train people. It's like Manchurian Candidate School. That would be the best way I could put it. His mother's name was Ann Dunham, and she worked for Timothy Geithner's father at the Ford Foundation. Timothy Geithner, if you remember, was the head of the World Bank for a while. And, and so we're talking globalists all the way through. And this is where good old Barack was trained. And you know, another thing people never talk about. And what an embarrassment to a loyal American family. <laughs> and that's the key operative. He, he, Obama's half-brother, Malik Obama, is the head of finance for the world's largest terrorist organization and weapons procurement. And I'm talking about the Muslim Brotherhood. His half-brother. Yeah. And that's not even... De- I'm sure you know this, but that's not even debatable. The evidence is overwhelming. And, and when uh, Obama was president, he appointed people to DHS who were um, uh, Sharia law advocates. Now they, I don't mind people practicing the Muslim religion, but when you put in the extreme of Sharia, that basically says you can kill me because I'm not a Muslim, yeah, then I have a problem with it. Your right to your religion stops at my constitutionally protected nose. And Obama put these people in like crazy into DHS, senior-level positions, ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, this And you say this has been planned for a while. Uh, you know, we've been, I'll tell you, Doug Hagman and myself in a discussion, and a lot of us have said the work that we were doing five to seven years ago has now become relevant today. And and that that's kind of where we're at now with... I've been resurf- like, like, I wrote an article recently, Kamala Harris's threat that we talked about earlier. Well, Valerie Jarrett said the same exact thing after the 2012 election. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> Obama said he would radically change this country, and he wants a civilian police force that's just as big and just as strong as the uh, military. Uh-uh.
0: Right? I know. And this is where we're at, and, and it's kind of funny. We in the alternative media beat this to death to death and the average American I just don't see it in front of my face so I'm not going to believe it and and the problem is I had a professor in college once a great man and he had a saying I'll never forget he coined this Americans live for Friday and the flip side of that coin means you're a dumbass because you can't plan beyond Friday and that's where most Americans are at they don't see the danger and now the danger is in their face So that's yeah.
1: You know, my biggest my biggest advice is is get out of the cities.
0: I know. know. Get
1: out of the get out of the cities.
0: But but you heard my story yesterday when I told you what happened to me. I got fake Medicare salesmen coming to profile my house, and I'm nowhere near a city.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I said. If they want to come and find you, they have ways to do it. We have ways to do it. Let's, let me let me be honest with you. Um, it's going to eventually dwindle down to you're going to have to have a group of like minded people to protect an area that you're responsible for. And the only thing, and I agree with Bob Griswold, the only thing you can do is operate within your area of operations and try to contain the chaos as best as you can within that. Uh, you know, it's that's why. Being prepared, knowing how to do husbandry, you know, raising your crops, all these good things that that the prepper community has been out there lambasting about for freaking generations now. You should have done it already. You should have been in place already. Unless you're just now coming into this and you don't have the means to move or the means to buy this these things, you exactly. know.
0: Uh, exactly and you know with that we are totally out of time when uh we begin uh producing a new range of shows here uh we're going to have you back i want to talk about operations and uh civil war prospects uh and how to survive that but anyway uh wrecker be safe out there my friend you've got no support from your government you got no support from a good portion of the American people, so be safe. We need you out there doing your job, but again, be careful. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Bye.